How do you feel about your home? Does it make you feel safe? Or do you ever worry that the walls weren't built to keep darkness out, but to trap it in? The first act of the baby monitor was called Nightmares. The second was called Ghosts. And the third act is called Murderer. The next few episodes take place during one terrifying night in the Platt House. Welcome to the Baby Monitor. Act 3, Episode 14. Now Richard and Lisa Platt are sitting in bed, dressed in their sweats and flannels and pajama pants and t-shirts. Their teeth are brushed, but their lips are dry. They stare not at each other, but at the baby monitor, watching it the way other lifeless couples might sit and watch TV and let themselves grow old. Asher is sleeping, or is he? It is hard to tell. At one point, the baby monitor broadcast what seemed to be the sounds of a car chase piped in from the satellite TV of the couple next door. We should throw this thing away, Lissa says. I can't even tell if he's awake or not. At least we'd know if he got out of the crib or something. Would we? Lissa squints and sees blues and greens and blacks and grays and nothing looks like a human form to her anymore. And this is the best she can expect because soon enough the baby monitor jumps, and the screen begins flipping bottom to top, almost a stop-motion film of what may as well be snow piled up in an underground dungeon. Richard says, I think I screwed up at work today. Lissa bites her lip. I didn't lose my job, he says, answering the question he knows she's thinking. But I went upstairs for my one-on-one with Garrett, asked him for a raise. I thought, I figured it was time we could use the money. Lissa interrupts him. Oh, so it's my fault. You know, everything's not about you, Lissa. He sighs. It doesn't matter anyway. He said no. Said it isn't me, but the devices aren't rolled out yet, and the department isn't even close to profitable. He questioned my judgment, even asking. How could you show a profit? Uh, It's increased ticket totals due to on-screen purchases, enough to offset the startup costs. That's the metric. It's going to take years to hit it, so I thought... Well, fuck him. You should quit, she says, and a little voice reminds her, then he'd be home all day with you. She is relieved when he answers. And do what? Consult? Consultant's just another word for can't get a job. Well, she says, thanks for trying, and she could not have hurt him more if she'd kicked him in the stomach. Richard lays down and stares at the ceiling until Lissa's breath catches, and she reaches out and grabs his thigh, her nails out, digging in through the sheets. Did you see that? He is very clearly not watching. He had not seen anything except the still white paint on the oddly settled ceiling of their house. But parental panic overrides his irritation, and he sits and squints at the nothing he can see in the baby monitor. What? There was a shadow with him! I saw a shadow! What? But Richard's already getting out of bed. He's already running down the hallway and wondering why is the door to the nursery closed? He opens the door, and for a second he does not see his child, but this is a fantasy. His mind is playing games. Asher's there, rustling, 
woken not by some shadow, but by his own father come running down the hall and barging in to steal the sleep he so badly needs. Richard spins on his bare heel and walks down the hallway, walks steadily down the stairs, across the family room, the kitchen, out into the cold garage. Back upstairs, Liz is in Asher's room, standing, stroking the baby's head like she's a backwater preacher about to dunk a sinner under, bring him up to God. But Richard stalks past this. He enters the room and then takes two fast steps, almost breaks into a run like a man charging into battle, wielding the hammer over his head and swinging it hard with an animal noise, bringing it down on the baby monitor and it cracks. He lifts it again and hits and hits, smashing plastic, breaking glass. His eyes and mouth are tight, his face a mask, first to blot out the rage and then to hide the joy, the pure joy of destroying awful things. At last his heart is quieted, and his blood has cooled. Richard lets the hammer hang in his hand and surveys the wreckage and wonders what to do next. There is glass on the bedroom floor that will need to be vacuumed. There are plastic shards that must not be stepped on. Lissa stands outside the bedroom door in the light of the hallway, and she holds their son, and both of them watch Richard with open eyes. The silence is heavy, like the last shot has been fired in a war and now the soldiers mill about in the field of dead with nothing much to do. There comes a moment when adults see past the flesh, past the noise, and know themselves. And Richard thinks, Oh, please, please don't let this be that moment. This can't be me. Thanks for listening to episode 14 of the Baby Monitor.